Last time on Christmas Stories, you heard part one of the Adventures in Odyssey drama, It's a Pokenberry Christmas. And today, you'll hear the rest of that story, and we'll share some fun ideas for how you can spend the holidays. I'm John Fuller, along with Lisa Anderson. She's the director of our Boundless Outreach for Young Adults here at Focus, and Diane Angolia, who manages our guest relations department, they're the ones who say hello to everybody that walks through the door. And I say hello to you, John. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Thank hello. you. Well, these Odyssey dramas are so much fun to listen to, and during the holidays, it's it's really good for us to get into a lighter spirit, kind of bring some joy, find the joy for our souls. Uh, Diane, how about you? What are some things you enjoy doing with your family and friends during the season to inject an extra dose of joy? Because you're already a pretty fun, upbeat person. Well, thank you. You know, they I love the um, site that you can go on to see which houses are decorated for Christmas. And then we just make a route, pack up the car, and we go to all those houses that have those fun decorations, get out, take pictures, get back in the car again, and then go back ho- to the house and have hot chocolate. Some of those and, are pretty big spectacles. Oh, some of those are like Disneyland. It's like, oh my gosh, how much time did you take putting all this up? Must have started Yeah, or do you just Halloween. leave it up all year round, maybe? I don't go back to check, so okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Lisa? Those ones that uh, they sync them to the radio and yes. have music, those yes. are amazing, and I have <laughs> sought those out. That's yeah. pretty fun. Another thing, um, maybe this is a little off the wall and it heads out of Christmas into New Year's, but I'm a big fan of making family and friends sit around and talk about goals for the new year. Oh. <laughs> so oh. some like it, that some don't. kind of like a heavy. You get joy out of that. I love it. I'm just so into and reflecting on the year and sharing our thoughts and then looking ahead to the next year. And uh, one year I did this with my family and no one answered me. And so then I like pressed it. And my poor sister is like, well, one of my goals is to get a new stove. And then I'm like, that is not a goal. That is, so then I started rebuking her for that, and it ended up badly. Yeah. Okay. There you have it. Well, you know, we're going to take that offline. Uh, okay. Go over to Boundless and see <laughs> what Lisa's there. talking about these yeah. days with regard to goals and how she loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life, as long as it doesn't include a stove. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, let's go ahead and listen to the rest of It's a Pokenberry Christmas. And uh, just as a recap, we left off last time. Uh, Poor Pastor George Barkley, he was discouraged. He was facing a possible foreclosure at the church. And uh, just this reminder, this story is based on, loosely, on that classic Christmas film, It's a Wonderful Life. Are you you all right? Well, apart from acute embarrassment at my clumsiness, yes, I am. Oh, I wonder where Mr. Whitaker is. Do you suppose he ran for help? I'd be the last to know. What in the world are you doing here? Well, perhaps we should discuss it in warmer and drier environs. Well, we could go back to my house, I suppose. I believe the motel is a closer walk. Okay, let's, let's go. Are well, you feeling better? Me? I feel fine. My book is soaked. Let's see. The success of failure. Oh, it's by Wit. Hmm? You should see the book he's writing now. Oh. Hey, it's dedicated to me. That's uh, nice. Uh, may I? Hmm. To George Barkley, my inspiration for this subject. Yeah, which, success or failure? Probably failure. I'm the poster child for it. Hmm, this is very perplexing. What is? Well, Mr. Whitaker and I checked in earlier today, and now I see no sign that he was ever here, uh, apart from the book. Well, Why are you here, and why were you running and screaming on the bridge? Well, I was trying to save you. Save me? I thought I saved you. 
Well, you saved me from the river, but I saved you from leaping to your doom. What are you talking about? I was just thinking. Huh? Where'd you get such a crazy idea? Oh. Well, Mr. Whitaker received a letter from Mary stating that you were very discouraged. We then came to visit you to offer comfort and encouragement, but upon our arrival, Mary informed us that you had disappeared. Unfortunately, we, uh, or I, assumed the worst. The image of you on the bridge reinforced, evidently, the wrong assumption. Well, I appreciate your concern. I know things are bad, Pastor, but it's never so Save bad... Save your sermons, Eugene. I'm not inclined to do anything drastic. Good. But you can be sure that I'm not a very happy man. Mm. Everything's a mess. Mm. You have no idea what it's been like for me here. As I stood on the bridge, I, I kept thinking that... Well, I... I just wish I'd never come to Pokenberry Falls. In fact, I wish I'd never become a pastor. Well, that's not a very helpful thing to wish. What if it came true? Uh, then all the people you've touched... Yeah, would... right, touched. Everybody would be better off if I'd never become a pastor. You shouldn't be so... So... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Well, I was just thinking how familiar that concept sounded. I'm, I'm sorry, you'll have to speak up. It's the strangest thing. I, I can't hear anything out of this ear. Must have been the jump into the cold water. Hmm. Are your clothes dry? Mine are. It sure warmed up fast. They're dry. Perfectly dry, in fact. As if they'd never been wet. Curious. Uh, I'll tell you what, Eugene. Let's, uh, let's find Wit and the two of you can come back to my house for dinner. Sounds delightful. Greetings, Ms. Concierge. Actually, the name's Heidi. Oh. Your last name's Horowitz, isn't it? Uh-huh. How did you know? Well, you know my son Jimmy. You were both part of a class camping trip. I met you at the drop-off point. Jimmy who? Jimmy Barkley. I'm sorry. It doesn't ring a bell. Well, you, you collected butterflies together and had to do a report for the class. I once did a report about butterflies, but not with anybody named Jimmy Barkley. I was paired with Frederica Mathewson. Well, anyway, what can I do for you? Well, I was wondering if perhaps you have seen John Avery Whitaker. He checked in with me earlier this afternoon. Hmm, I'm sorry, but there's no one here by that name. <laughs> but there has to be. He wouldn't have checked out without talking to me first. <laughs> that may be true, but since he never checked in in the first place... Never checked in? Uh, but, but that's absurd. We checked in together, simultaneously. You have my name, correct? Eugene Meltzner? Uh-huh. You're right here. But there's no John Ivory Whitaker. How odd. Anything else? No. Uh, thank you, Ms. Concierge. Uh, th though if he uh, happens to arrive, please tell him to call me Eugene Meltzner at the Barclays. Okay. Hmm. So, what do you make of that? Very odd. She didn't know Jimmy. I could attribute that to a faulty memory, but to have no record of Mr. Whitaker's arrival here when we arrived at the same time and I stood next to him while he checked us in makes no sense whatsoever. What should we do now? I'd go back to my house, I guess. Oh, you know, I would like to make one quick stop on the way. Oh? Yeah, I want to stop by a bicycle shop to apologize to Mr. Welsh. closed. He said he was about to close up. Wait, wait, I see someone in there. Sorry, pal, but I'm closed. I know, but uh, I figured since you were still here, I'd stop by to apologize. Sure. Uh, apologize for what? 
well, for being so angry earlier and yelling at your wife on the phone. You talk to my wife? Yeah, and I... Well, I feel awful about it. I mean, your son was only trying to teach my son how to ride his bike. It was a kind gesture, and... Well, I'm... I'm just sorry. Look, bud, what's the big idea? I live in a shack in Lionel's field, and my wife ran away three years ago and took my son. I haven't seen him since. What? <laughs> but that's not possible. Don't, don't you remember I was here a couple of hours ago and I brought in my son's bike pedal? I have it right here in my... Well, I, I had it here. I must have lost it in the river. Look, I don't know who you are, but I'd really like to leave now. But, but you do know me. I'm George Barkley. I'll show you my driver's license. My wallet's gone, too. This is my AAA card, my local business discount card, my Pokenberry Falls Donuts buy four, get one free punch card. Hey, what's going on here? Beats me. Now, if you'll Excuse just... Excuse me, Mr. Welch. Oh, now what do you want, you bum? Ellis. Ellis Birch. Well, I was just wondering if you had any extra bicycle boxes I could live in this winter. How many times have I told you not to come around here, you deadbeat? I get lost. Now, wait a minute. You can't talk to him like that. Ellis has been a pillar of Pokenberry Falls since... Since... Since he stole all that money from the church? What? That's right. And if you're sticking up for him, then you must be just like him. Now, get lost, all of you, or I'll call the police. In fact, I think I'll call him anyway. We don't like strangers in this town. Thanks for trying, whoever you are. Whoever I am? Ellis, it's me, George. George Barkley. Nice to meet you. But I gotta go to the appliance store to see if I can find a good refrigerator box to sleep in. Bye. Merry Christmas. Either I'm off my nut, or he is. Or you are. Me? Yes, everything was normal until you came running across the bridge. Hmm, yes. You know, I've been thinking about that. The consistency of this situation causes me to consider rather radical concepts. Huh? What if you got your wish? What wish? Your wish about never coming to Pokenberry Falls or even becoming a pastor. You're suffering from jet lag, Eugene. Uh, perhaps. Or it's possible that somehow our fall in the water pushed us through a time warp of some sort, which in turn brought us into this parallel time in which we are not known or recognized. Though I think it's easier to suggest that you got your wish. Look... I don't know what you're talking about or what's wrong with everyone around here. But we'll settle this thing as soon as we get home to my family. Then lead on. So, uh, this is your house? Of, of course it is. But it doesn't look like anyone has lived here for years. This must be a trick. Somebody's playing games with me. Mary? Donna? Jimmy? Stuart? Call it a wild stab in the dark, but I don't believe they're here. You there. Stay right where you are. If you insist. What do you think you're doing here? Uh, home shopping? Funny. Mary? Who's that? Donna? Jimmy? Where you are, get out of that house. Officer Bond, oh, am I glad to see you. What happened to my house? Where are my wife and kids? Stand back, mister, and keep your hands where I can see them. What's the matter with you, Ward? You know who I am, George Barkley. Don't you remember? I mean, 
You stood here on the porch and sang Christmas carols to us not two days ago. You go to my church. Your church? Yes, I'm the pastor of the First Church of Pokenberry Falls. Now I know you're off your rocker. Why don't the two of you come along quietly and we'll get you to a nice doctor? Look, I don't need a doctor. If you're going to resist... Wait just a minute, officer. I have an explanation for this whole thing. Yeah, like what? (sighs) We think it's possible that by a bizarre twist in the fabric of time and space, we've been hijacked to an alternate dimension, in which the two of us seem to have no identities. What? Are you familiar with Einstein's theories about time travel? What? How about wishes that come true? What? How about we go along peacefully and promise not to cause any trouble? Now that sounds more like it. Officer Bond. Bond here. Cadden tree, 6875 Okay, I'm on my way. Listen, if I see you two clowns again, I'll put you in jail. Now move along. Thank you, officer. Yeah, thanks. And Merry Christmas. So what are we supposed to do now? Well, I'm not quite sure, but it occurs to me that if you got your wish, then you truly aren't a pastor and must still be living where you were before you became a pastor. You mean Odyssey? Precisely. We can't go all the way back to Odyssey to check out your theory. Well, of course not, but we can call. Call who? Who else? You have to call yourself. What? The recording said my old phone number had been disconnected. So much for that idea. Maybe I should try to call Mr. Whitaker. But we don't know where he is. If my logic is correct, he'll be at wit's end. How? When he checked in with you earlier this afternoon. Ah, but if your wish came true, then he did not check in with me. In fact, he didn't come here at all. He wouldn't have needed to since you're not here to come visit. Which means that I shouldn't be here either, but I am. Presumably because we were in the river together when the time transference took place. Hmm. This is crazy. It was your wish, Pastor Barkley, not mine. <sighs> you may want to come closer to hear what he has to say. All right, all right. Wit's end. This is Wit. Greetings, Mr. Whitaker. It is I, Eugene. Oh, hello, Eugene. Where have you been? I thought you were coming in today. Well, I'm sorry, but I seem to have been waylaid. I'll explain later. There is someone here who would like to say hello. Here. What, me? Go ahead. Can't hello? do any harm. Uh, hello, Eugene? Uh, hi, Witt. It's, uh, it's me, George Barkley. George Barkley? This is a surprise. Where... I mean, are you back in Odyssey? Back in Odyssey? Um, did I leave? Uh, are you kidding me? No, not at all. Where do you think I am? I, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, after you, you lost your job, you... Oh, I, I just really hate to talk about this. Don't you remember? Look, look to be honest, Whit, I... I don't. I, I'm i in a really bad way right now, and I... I need your help. Please tell me what happened after I lost my job. What what happened? Well, well you just became terribly discouraged. You, you you lost your faith in God, and, and you withdrew from everyone. Well, I... It just got so bad that Mary and Jimmy and, and Donna... And Stuart. Y- you didn't mention Stuart. Stuart? Well, who's Stuart? Never mind. What happened to them? Well, well they, they left you, George. And then you disappeared. And nobody's heard from you in a, a couple of years, at least. Oh, this, this is terribly awkward. Listen, why don't you tell me where you are, and I'll just come down and... This isn't happening it can't be happening. I'm having some kind of dream, a, a nightmare. My family left me. We, we never had Stuart. I, I don't understand. 
Well, what's that? It's the clock at City Hall. Ah, yes. Every time a clock sounds, some pastor comes around. Huh? Oh, I don't know why I thought of that. I think I heard it somewhere. Look, this is ridiculous. Now, if I remember, the, the Christmas party in celebration for Donna's college scholarship was going to be at the church, and then it was switched to my house later. Now, maybe for some weird reason, everybody's still at the church. You're still not willing to accept reality as it is. Uh, no! They're at the church. They have to be. Well, I kind of relate to George, not for the same reasons, but I get really confused during the Christmas season. There are so many activities, and people go so many different places, and it's so fast. Uh, We're going to continue on with this great Adventures in Odyssey presentation, but let me just say there's um, an Adventures in Odyssey club that you can join, and I have access to over 800 and some odd episodes of Odyssey. And Diane, in your work, um, you get to interact with people over at Wits End uh, in our Welcome Center, and uh, what's it like when you hear from kids who do know about the club? Oh, they love it. And actually, John, it's n- now over 950 episodes oh my goodness. that you get. What a um, deal. I know, it is. <laughs> and with the club membership, um, you also get exclusive episodes that not are, are not included in the regular albums, daily devotions based on Adventures in Odyssey, special podcasts, a peek behind the scenes. And John, it's only nine ninety nine a month, so it's a Christmas gift that keeps on giving all year round. All year round. Yeah. So when the kids come in, there's extra characters that aren't in the regular albums. So if you're not in the know, they know that you know know. And so I am a member of this club. I am glad to know that. Thank and you. And I just want to say, if you don't know Adventures in Odyssey, that's focus on the family's longstanding drama, mm-hmm. thirty three, thirty four years now, of bringing biblical values to kids as you can tell from what we're listening to here, it's a Pokenberry Christmas. In fact, let's just go ahead and continue on with the conclusion of that great episode. It's gone. The church is gone. You sure this is where it was? I'm not sure of anything anymore. All I know is, is this is where it should be. Lionel turned it into a golf course. It's a lovely fairway. This can't be true. We saved the church. We stopped Lionel from building his golf course. Logic would dictate that since you weren't here to stop Mr. Lionel, there was no one to stop the golf course from being built. But what about all the people we helped? The congregation, the, the homeless we fed at the Christmas banquet. You weren't here to help them. Your congregation probably went elsewhere while it's possible that the homeless didn't eat on Christmas Day. You see, Pastor Barkley, our lives touch one another in so many ways, ways we can't imagine in the pit of our discouragement. But you've been called by God, and no circumstance should ever take you away from that calling. It has eternal ramifications. Where's my family, Eugene? How can I find them? Honestly, Pastor, I... Look, Eugene, mm-hmm. I've had enough. Do you understand? Uh-huh. This whole thing started because I pulled you from the river. Now, where's my family? How can I find my family? Well, why don't you try the library before it closes? The library? Why the library? They have the national phone directories. You can look for your family there. Where's my family? Where's my family? They have to be in one of these directories. Where is my family? There he is, Officer Bond. This lunatic has been tearing through our phone directories. Oh, be careful. He's a madman. It's you again. That's it. I'm taking you in. No, you can't. I have to find my family. Come on. Don't, don't put him up. No, no, don't! Eugene! Eugene! Officer, uh, look at that giant phone book! Look at what? Sorry about that. Oh, my, you fell for the old look at the giant phone book trick. No, be quiet. 
Come back here, you! <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, too! Eugene! I don't know how this happened, but help me, God. Help me, God, I want to go back. I don't care what happens to me. I'll be pastor here. I'll do whatever you want. Only get me back to my wife and kids, please. I want to live again. I want to live again, please, God. Let me live again. Pastor Barkley, are you all right? Eugene? You hit your head when you dove in to save me. I, I was worried for a moment there. What? George, Eugene. Oh, are you both all right? Whit, uh, you're here. I sure am, George. Oh, yeah, that's a nasty bump on your head. I, I guess I hit it on... Wait a minute. You're not an Odyssey. You're here. You're, you're in Pokenberry Falls and you're not surprised to see me? Surprised to see you? We've been looking all over town trying to find you. Hey, are you sure you're all right? And I can, I can hear out of my left ear again. Stuart's pedal. Stuart's pedal. It's, it's right here. What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Well, Merry Christmas, George. He's going to catch a terrible cold if he doesn't get out of those wet clothes. I'm not sure he cares. Travis Gitt, from the bank. You're here to foreclose in the church and, and this house, aren't you? We're out in the street. Isn't it wonderful? Mary! Oh, would you look at this beautiful, drafty old house? Mary! Dad? What's going on? Where have you been? Donna! Jimmy! Look at you two. I could eat you up. That's disgusting, Dad. Hi, Daddy. Stuart! Stuart, my little ginger snap! Dad must be hungry. How do you feel? Okay. Not a smidge of swelling on my ankle. <laughs> Not a smidge of swelling. A smidge? Old Testament. Kind of like a cubit. George! Mary! Mary! Where have you been? We've been looking all over for you. You have no idea what's happened to me. Oh, you have no idea either. Come into the living room. Hurry! They're on their way. Oh, we need a table. Here's one. Now, don't move. I hear them now. Oh, it's a miracle, George, a miracle. Come in, Alice. Come in, everybody. Isn't it wonderful? What is all this? Mary did it, Pastor. Mary did it. She told a few people you were in trouble, and they scattered all over town collecting money. They didn't ask any questions. They just said, if Pastor George is in trouble, then count on me. You never saw anything like it. Say, what's this, Pastor? Another night of bingo? Hey, Merry Christmas. Pastor George, Merry Christmas. The line forms to the right. Now, when I put my bank deposit, <laughs> this is amazing. It's it's incredible, Mr. Welsh. <laughs> I thought a lot about it, Pastor, and I I decided I could do better than just fix Stuart's pedals. So, 
Here's a new bike for the little munchkin. Thank you, Mr. Welsh. And he can take lessons from my son any time he wants. <laughs> well, thank you, but uh, I think I'll take time to teach him how to ride. George, I'm glad you're safe and sound. Well, thanks, Officer Bond. And uh, listen, I'm sorry about the old, hey, look at that phone book trick. You know I'd never run from the law, except in the dream sequence. Huh? What are you talking about? You know, the, hey, look at the... Uh, never mind. <laughs> Just enjoy the party. Wit, Eugene. Greetings and salutations. Did we miss the party? Come in. Let's have some punch. Yeah, oh, I finished mine. I'll have a little more. Yeah, I'll have some too. Oh, no. boy. Okay, everybody, <laughs> sing along. Oh, that's great. Let's do that. Maybe later, Jimmy. I'd like to propose a toast to my father, the best pastor in town. Yes. The best pastor in town. Actually, I'm uh, I'm the only pastor in town. <laughs> I brought a book for you, George. The Success of Failure, A Christian Perspective. Thank you, Wit. Oh, you wrote in it. What's it say? To George Barkley. Remember, no man is a failure who loves God. Thanks for the wings, George. Wings? Mm-hmm. The buffalo wings. They're excellent. My favorite. Hey, Daddy. My Sunday school teacher says every time a clock sounds, a pastor comes around. That's right. That's right. Isn't it, Eugene? I'm not entirely sure I understand its meaning. I don't get it either. I think it means that... Uh, no, no, that doesn't make sense. Well, mathematically speaking, and depending on the make of the clock, you might hear it strike as much as 156 times per day, even more if it strikes on the quarter hours. Does that mean pastors can only be right 156 times a day? <laughs> oh, that's silly. George is never right that much. <laughs> but he's right when it counts. Okay, everybody, sing along. Well, what a great ending. Uh, so uplifting for this special uh, drama for you today on Christmas Stories. And that's, of course, uh, from our Adventures in Odyssey team. And It's a Pokenberry Christmas is one of those endearing uh, traditions for so many different families. And a beautiful reminder of how appreciating the simple gifts in life can be really powerful in changing our perspective. Yeah, well, John, I grew up super poor, um, but I didn't know that I was poor, that our family was poor. And so for me, it's weird as an adult, I'm trying to recapture some of that. And I'm in this season You're of- You're trying to recapture poverty? I'm trying to be an aspiring <laughs> minimalist oh, okay. in realizing that the less stuff that I have, the less I have to worry about. Yeah. And so I have just been unloading whether, you know, getting rid of stuff out of my house, finding someone who mentions they need something. And I'm like, I think I have that and I can just give it to them. I mean, it's been super fun. I think that 
that coupled with just writing down small blessings every day because it's so easy to get caught up in the negative, especially this year. And I'm trying to reverse that trend in my own thoughts. Well, I appreciate that. And um, you don't impose that minimalism on your sister when she needs a stove, right? I am working on it. (laughs) But did she get a stove? (laughs) She did finally, yeah. She was excited about it. No, that's good. And my kids have kind of embraced minimalism in a wonderful way. I mean, it's great to see them unencumbered for the most part with some of the stuff that I I used to get kind of hung up on. Mm -hmm. Diane, how about you? You know, I usually start with a list of all the things I have to get done. I have to bake these cookies. I have to wrap these presents. I have to hang these decorations. And this year, I actually wrote out a list, and I realized that there's so much on the list that I don't need to do. Mm -hmm. So it's how can I edit this list and nothing horrible is going to happen. As a matter of fact, I'll actually be able to finish it and I'll have a lot more energy at the end. So it's like, what is that list? And do I really need to do how this How do you again? make that determination? I mean, how do you, how do you prioritize and say, oh, I can get by with not doing that? I ask my family, is this that important if we do this? And they're like, we never liked it to begin with, Mom. <laughs> I hate and, when they say yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I know. And it's like, well, I've been like, doing this for, for you. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This was for you, children. So it's like, oh, my gosh. And I put the pressure on myself yeah. to think that I have to be this person that does these things at Christmas because we always did them. Well, I, I appreciate that. So let go of some of the stuff that you have cluttering up life and let go of some of those responsibilities that you think you have to meet, but exactly. maybe aren't really important. You know, just speaking personally, I've, uh, I studied photography in college and I never really made a career out of it, but I try to just see if there's something I can grab a picture of here in the Pikes Peak region, mm. uh, either on the way to work or on the way home or during the weekend. And my hashtag for my Instagram feed has been, you know, the one I try to really do every day is simple gifts. Yeah. And, and the sun setting over Pikes Peak is a simple gift. And mm-hmm. I don't want to ever take that for granted. It's a small thing. It's a free thing. But just seeing God's handiwork mm-hmm. and seeing the, the little juxtapositions in life where I can smile, mm-hmm. um, just trying to keep those posts on Instagram a little bit lighter, a little more aspirational, that's my way of, of kind of decompressing and finding the simple things. And, you know, we mentioned our adventures in Odyssey Club. Diane gave a great description of that. It's a simple thing. You can sign up. The kids can listen. The grandkids can listen to some 900 episodes um, whenever they want. And it really is a great Christmas present for any Odyssey fan or aspiring fan in your family. And I should mention there's a free trial offer as well. It's 14 days. You can listen to the club for free, uh, test drive it, see what you think before you buy it. We'll have links for the club and your opportunity to purchase the episode we heard today, Pokenberry Christmas. Um, it's all at focusonthefamily.com slash Christmas stories. And while we're into week two of the Advent season, it's really not too late to get our free downloadable Advent calendar. You can get that printed off, post it. It's called Preparing the Way for Jesus. It's got lots of great activities for you to do with your kids. And, uh, and again, it's going to be at the same site, focusonthefamily.com slash Christmas stories. Well, next time we'll conclude this season of Christmas stories with a powerful message on the real gift of Christmas. And for now, on behalf of Lisa, Diane, and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for tuning in. Oh, come let us Oh, come let us adore him, cry.